you have listened to it before. If not, it's okay. This is how I've been doing every episode. I feel like I need to stop being insecure and maybe just like, um, just realize that some people are listening to my podcast and it's not always the first time, but I assume that a lot of you is probably the first time. That's okay. Um, this is what my podcast is. It's called Classroom Crush. I'm Rebecca. I'm talking to a great guest. My guest currently is eating. So if you hear that, that's him. I'm eating but a I'm, sandwich. Don't talk. Excuse me. He just can't help himself. No, listen. I'm not even going to say your name, even though everyone knows who it is. He is going to have to wait a second because I have to do an embarrassing intro. Okay. So do you know, do you know when, um, <laughs> do you know when you like really, um, you feel very connected to someone and um, circumstance uh, does not allow that to have a future. Well, <laughs> that's happened. Oh God, this is bad. But no, I don't know. I just, I, I miss having conversations with people for the first time and it being like refreshingly like real and cool. And you're like, wow, why, why isn't this a normal part of my life? Um, and then, and then you have to be like, well, goodbye. That's it. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. It makes me want it more. Because when, when I'm around like dummies all the time, I'm like, well, this is my life. I mean, I'm just around dummies all the time. I'm around dumb improv boys. But then sometimes there's a cool person. And then you're like, wow, there are cool people out in the, there in the world. Um, so, yeah. Hi. <laughs> That's my intro. Also, I used to like really... Uh, be obsessed with and vaguely fetishize having very uh, emotionally intense, like uh, very short relationships mm. with people. Well, not like a, not romantic relationships, but even just yeah. like if you go on a trip somewhere mm-hmm. and you meet someone and really bond with them. Yeah, and like spend like twelve hours like really engaged with someone, uh-huh. and then I would go like, "Well, if I don't see you again, have a nice life." I like, wish and I, was I thought that, that was fucking so cool. I it, really... Oh, it was so cool when I did it. That was everyone's <laughs> response was, "How cool of you!" I think I could like years later be like, "That was a nice thing," but like sitting in it, it's like, "No, this sucks." But it, I can still I can be sad about it and think it's cool at the same time. Sure, I would spend also, too can much I say time who you are? in the moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hi, yeah. this is Griffin. Hi, my name's Griffin. This is Griffin Newman. You saying hi? This is Griffin. It sounded like. <laughs> You were saying that you were Griffin. Hi, this I'm is Griffin. Griffin. There's one Griffin here. He's Griffin. He's blank check Griffin. He's blank check Griffin. That's my he's name. He's the tick Griffin. He's tick. one of the two friends. He's I'm one of the hashtag the two friends. The hashtags yeah. the two friends. I had the other friend. Yeah, you did. Yeah. It, his fun. will come out first or is it mm, up to his, chance? Okay. I think his will come out first. Okay. Um, uh, all of the things. Griffin's great. You love him. Oh, come on. We all love him. Come on. Not everybody. I mean, as, as our discussions on this show oh will God. prove. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's fucking yeah. Let's get into it. Let's okay. get into it. I feel like you and I. I mean, um, I you know I, you uh started writing very nice stuff about my podcast, which is how I, I knew about you. You started following me on Twitter and and tweeting stuff about the podcast, and then you started writing about a pop mask where you write at AV yeah. Club. And so we've sort of like formed a, a friendship. Mm-hmm. But it's very important to state that there, there's no um, uh, sort of. Uh, you scratch lack my of no. journalistic integrity. Yeah, yeah. Because we became friends from, from your support. Yes. Rather than the other way around. Yeah, it wasn't like no, I was never cool enough to be friends with you before I would write about your podcast. Well, you no, lived I'm in a different kidding. city. We no. hadn't met. Yeah. No, yeah, there was no reason for us to have been friends. Um, right. You know, 
But now here here we are, and now you're on my podcast. How funny. How funny. Everything How funny that I decided to have a podcast. I mean, great. I think a great decision. I'm a big fan of the show. Thank you. Um, <laughs> did, did you hear that? Did you hear, yeah. Big fan. Big fan. Yeah. I have fans now. The guy whose podcast was written up in podcast yeah. by Rebecca says that Rebecca's <laughs> podcast is good. It's great. It's yeah. cool. It's fine. Yeah. Um, no, I was just going to say, uh, I we follow each other on Twitter, and I feel like I, I've related very hard to all the times that you tweet about your, your crushes and your crush quests and well, your misses and your hits and all that sort of stuff. Yeah. I feel like I've I've leveled out a little bit. I'm a little bit older than you. Yeah. And I feel like in the last couple of years, I've become a, a grumpy old man who's dead inside. Cool. But, uh, but I used to be very much, and I, I still think it comes back in Flash as someone who was like so in love with the romance mm-hmm. of the crush. The mm-hmm. crush is the idea. And the crush was kind of the the thing. Yeah. And it can become a chicken and the egg question where it's like, well, those crushes were so rarely fulfilled for me. Yeah. That did I come to love the crush because I never got more than the crush? Mm-hmm. Or was I always looking for crushes because that was the, the thrill? That always reminds me of, and of course, like the most on-brand for me, on-brand thing for me of life ever yeah. is like how much I fuck with Nick Hornby. Uh, sure. High fidelity. Yeah. yeah. Like I... I like yeah. have that book outlined, you know, I, I just, yeah. and there's like the what came first, the music or the misery? Like, do right. I like the music right. because I'm miserable? Or does the music make me miserable? Blah, blah. Well, and um, even just I saw that movie probably too young. I probably mm. saw it when I was like 10. I'm a I'm a fucking purist. No, I like yeah. the movie, but I love the book. Yeah, I love the book. Yeah. Um, I, I'm I'm a big Cusack fan. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so I, that movie. Lloyd Dobler ruined my life. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I was going to say, I think the way he talks about the loves of his life kind of ruined my life a little bit. Mm. Like, I was so obsessed with the the ranking, mm-hmm. the great heartbreaks. Yeah. I mean, I'm totally doing that on this podcast. Like, right. I should say right now, we're talking about a really important, like, I'm going to yeah. tell you about one of my most important crushes. So there are definitely... I, I think you'll I think you'll be okay. I just I just <laughs> feel like I want to do this table setting with you about our sort of history of crushes and our relationship with crushes because like yeah. I so this is a whole thing I've been fighting with for a long period of time, okay? Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm on a another end of it right now. What's the end? Of but it? I used to you know, I I would mythologize my crushes. Mm-hmm. You know, and my rejections and my romantic failures and all of that and I turn it into this like grand Tolkien narrative yeah. of me being like a fucking loser mm-hmm. with all these stories of like embarrassing like saying the wrong thing at the wrong time or her always falling for my best friend instead or whatever always. it was always 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 happened too many times yeah um but at a certain point i think it it i don't want to say it became a self-fulfilling prophecy but i became so obsessed with being able to tell that story mm-hmm. about myself and being the guy who could like have a beer and then be like, you want to hear some really embarrassing stories and like entertain 10 people yes. with stories of me being a doofus that I, I think at some point it became um, an excuse for me to not to not even try evolve emotionally. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and then I think when it got to a point where I started having relationships, which it was a long time before I had any sort of substantial Mm-hmm. Uh, what I would deem an adult relationship. Yeah. Uh, it took me a while. It was very hard for me to reconcile those kinds of things because I want to trap everything just into the narrative and make it like anecdotes to tell on stage or whatever, you yeah. know? Um, I think I, I'm going through a weird thing right now with like, it's like 
will people like me and like this podcast if I got a boyfriend and was happy? Oh, man. You know? Because yeah, yeah. I'm like, I, f- I feel like I... I, I and it's it's my own doing. Like I've made the, these like the endless rejections. Like mm-hmm. are a, and I do think they are a legitimate part of my identity and like the fabric of how of who I am and how I interact with people. Sure. Like naturally because they, that that's what happens. But it's also I'm obsessed with it. Yeah. You know I'm obsessed with it and it's like what if I get a boyfriend and I'm like not as it's a scary thing you know like well, yeah. will people like me if i'm fulfilled <laughs> I, I used know. to i used to make short films in high school mm-hmm. that was like my big thing and i <laughs> was gonna go to film school and i did and then i just dropped out hey same hey now hey. cool kids club yeah um but all my movies in high school were about unrequited love like every yeah. single one that was the only thing i wanted to write about that was mm-hmm. the only thing i wanted to make anything about it was my whole obsession was just that theme and it wasn't always autobiographical but mm-hmm. i would if I was telling a story that was far away from me, that would still be my into it. Yeah, and which is an interesting thing because I did a similar thing, but I also realized like, how am I writing a love story when I've not been like yes. when you know when I have not actually experienced the love? And one thing. of my friends, I remember this time where I was like complaining to her about like you know, and she and she was one of my best friends who I was then in love with, who Duh. then dated Duh. you know my best friend, and this was now a couple years later when we you know were just friends again. Yeah. Uh, not that we were ever more than friends, but when I had removed all my baggage from her as when a you human had being. to like, yeah, right. But she was just like, you always going about this like fucking shit about like being in love with this person and this and that, and it's like you haven't been in a relationship, you don't know how this works, yeah. and it was like kind of mean, but it was also like right, like my whole idea of love is based in that being unattainable. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And I I don't kind of think, you know, I contested this at the time because I was a kid who loved movies and TV shows and books and albums about like yearning for great loves that were, uh, you know, unattainable that um, I, I don't think you can be in love with someone who isn't in love with you. Yeah. I think you can be fully infatuated with someone. Mm-hmm. You know, I think the, you can love thing, aspects of a but person, but I think like the actual adult version of love, and that's the differentiation between a crush, crush and a relationship. And, yeah. The crush is so much about like the the potential, which is so exciting. I mean, that's yeah. the thing that's so exciting about the crush is when you like start to identify someone. I'm in a state right now where like I have a crush on someone and I'm perpetually trying to figure out whether or not they feel the same way about me and I haven't felt this kind of tension Tingly. about it yeah. in a long time and also this uncertain about whether yeah. I'm right or wrong. When you get into that state where you're in like detective mode mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, but she said that. So that seems like this, but then Oh like, yeah, it's ridiculous. Um, uh, There's like a crush that I sort of have that, not sort of, whatever, I don't know. Um, I'm like, our knees touched for 15 minutes. Yeah. Um, this is a thing, everyone, claims that he has no idea that I have a crush on him and I'm like sure. I'm so obvious right. our knees touched and they stayed that way and whatever but like but yeah that that searching is is awful and also what you you, you were just saying about like difference between like crush and love whatever like I think there's a part of me probably that is has built up the idea of love so much mm-hmm that it's actually terrifying. Yes. To, like, I want it so bad. Obviously, I want it so bad, but it's right. actually terrifying because it's like, what if it isn't everything that I... What if it doesn't fix me or whatever, you know? Oh, like, it definitely won't. That's, yes, I relate to that 100%. That's yeah. the whole thing I've gone through and now feel like I'm at a state where... I mean, it's 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 a double-edged sword because on one hand, I feel like I'm a lot more realistic and pragmatic about it mm-hmm. and I feel like I stop trying to force other human beings into a narrative that I'm creating <laughs> and just yeah. engage with people as people. And But I also don't feel that same like 
uh, night before Christmas kind of anticipatory yeah. thrill as much. Ooh, and I'll go yeah. like on a lot of first dates and then I'll sort of like do the Monday morning quarterbacking with my best friends. And I'll just be like, I don't, I can't figure out if I like her or not. Because, because you don't know who they are. Because you're, fl- you're flirting, quote, un- you're quote, right. air quote, flirting. Right. And you're just putting out a, a bullet point of yes. what you think the other person might find appealing in you. But there's another aspect, too, where uh, I think um, I used to meet someone. And if there were a bare minimum of elements I found appealing about them. Oh my God, we both like freaks and geeks. Oh my God, I you're love, meant for each other. Right, I love her jacket, you know? <laughs> her name is cool. She's got a good jacket, right. and she likes freaking, freaks right. and geeks. The surface elements I would pick up on, totally. and I would just then go like, I am in love with her. Like, I would like, vomit all <laughs> well, of my emotions. Well, my life is over, right. and I'm in love. Right, and I would just feel that like tingling all the time. Yeah. And I think that was unhealthy and immature, and I've like now knocked a that out of my system yeah but in lieu of that when i don't feel that tingling i'm like i don't know if i like this person yeah because i used to know because it was like my compass would just point Mm -hmm. you know Uh, totally so wait we just we need to get into it do we know what 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 yeah i think we're gonna talk about yeah because it's kind of a cornerstone one and it's tied into all the stuff we're talking about. okay okay so i had some i had some difficulty because i i grew up in new york city wow he's a new yorker i'm a new yorker yeah we're recording this in new york right now yes we are i still live in new york dog yeah. <laughs> um, and so the social circles are still connected. I'm not someone who still hangs out with everyone I went to high school with, but you just see them a lot. Like, and I also, you know, for so long, like distorted these stories towards like making me the fucking Don Quixote of crushes. Right? Uh-huh. I was just like tilting at windmills and everyone else wasn't helping me out. Which is what I'm sure I'm doing on this podcast. Right. So like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to tell a story. Not, yeah. I don't want to do what you're doing. I don't want to <laughs> do what I feel like I've done in the past. I think, you, I think you do it well. Oh, God. Um, yeah. So what's the name of your crush? How set it up for me a little I'm bit? Gonna, I, her name was Emily, but I went to school with a couple of Emily, so there's plausible deniability there. Perfect. I went to middle school. With middle her. school. So I I got there fifth grade. I was ten. I feel like my crush in her was in sixth grade. I feel like I went through a couple other crushes in fifth grade, but it was like mm-hmm. new school, all new people. I'd gone to this very small elementary school. I was there from like preschool until fourth grade. Okay. And it was like a class of like twelve people. And were you like always crush crazy? Always crush crazy. Yeah. Perfect. From like the age of like four. Same. Yeah. 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 Um, were you like friends with her and then it became a crush or was it like it hit you like a truck and you have a crush on her? Uh, it feels maybe somewhere between the two. Mm-hmm. I was always like good friends with girls. Um, I like... We're, there were periods of time where I definitely spent more time with girls than boys. I would, uh, yeah. I had a harder time integrating with boys. Yeah. And I sort of made a better boyfriend group at this middle school, but they were like all the guys on the basketball team. Yeah, and middle school's the worst because it's, it's the worst. I feel like it's the most performative of the years almost because yes. it's like we're all becoming boy like boys right. or girls and you know we're we're pretending we're, we're going through our all of our shit and it's like right if i'm a girl i'm wearing hella lip gloss yeah. you know and yeah. like except for if you were me because i was um ugly no i was cute I was hey fine. hey hey i was fine but yeah lip gloss is, is a choice the lip gloss i had to really try to make myself into and weirdly enough now i'm like pfft queen of the lip gloss now i'm wearing some fancy beauty baby um my crush that i'm gonna talk about yeah. is also so i went to a k-8 school okay um 
he I went there I got there at third in third grade I briefly talk about this on the cat episode um I was real sad when I first got there I didn't know anyone um real tomboy and did you mostly hang out with boys totally cool yes okay. yes 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 so we're, we're establishing interesting counterpoints here yeah okay, cool I was um and I and I hate that I like I, I want more female friendships in my life mm-hmm. I really do but I think I've just been fucked over by so many sure that I'm it's it's a scary thing to get into for me you yeah. know I also I mean you saying that you were tomboy I you know am a weird broken person with a broken mm-hmm. brain and I only understand pop culture yeah and so my whole prison to understand anything about how to be a person was through pop culture yeah and I was the oldest kid and my mom was really overprotective. Okay. And she wouldn't let me watch anything. And so all the stuff that uh, boys were watching at the time, I was not allowed to watch. Yeah. And then the only modern day stuff I watched was girl stuff. Like I watched girl cartoons. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, not to like, be were, like indelicate Like which it. ones? Like. I mean like, well, like even it's weird because like I wasn't allowed to watch X-Men, but I was allowed to watch Sailor Moon. Yeah. And then yeah. there were also just like a lot of I. She think, didn't want you to be absorbed into toxic masculinity. I truly think yeah. that was that was kind of the thing. So I always got really close with girls, and mm-hmm. the whole kind of sparring. I never was a physical person. I hated sports. Yeah. So I just like didn't have entry points. Yeah. There, and so even when I went to this new school, it was like I very quickly aligned myself. I had two friends from my my pre through mm-hmm. fourth grade school who came with me to the same school we all went together yeah and so they were my entry point that's good they were really close friends of mine they lived in my neighborhood so like they were like my two best friends i spent a lot of time hanging out with their friend group yeah and i became friend with this group of boys but it took longer and it also was like oh my role is i have to be like the court jester yeah oh same so right so like the i became friends with this guy david i talked about him in <laughs> cat's episode and and like this guy Javi and uh, and Brennan. So mm-hmm. Brennan's who I'm going to be talking about. Okay. And we got along very much because like I was funny and willing to be like kind of vulgar sort yeah. of, you know. And we we were friends. Um, and this was a very small school. It's hard to determine popular versus not, you know, because it was like very I very went to a similar yeah school. like yeah we would have been like we were. The, we would be the first graduating class of that school. Sure. So we were okay. the oldest kids oh, wow. there. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we uh, we had this like very tight thing where he he was the guy that like he, he was like the kind of bad boy. But like, you know, he would always get in trouble. But he was charismatic enough that like teachers still even loved him. Yeah, those you know, people, I envy them still to this. day. Yeah. Um, and he was like like if you were a girl at that school you probably had a crush on him right um so obviously i start to have a crush on him but i do have that in where we're already friends Mm -hmm. you know and um he was very cute (laughs) and like i think he started to get like ugly later and i was like yes and then he i i like checked today and i was like oh no i think he's cute again fuck he doesn't deserve it um because he wronged me in many many ways um but i how do I how do I even get into this? Let me hear more about your question. Okay, first. so I I was in the girl social group. Okay, pretty firmly. I I don't think uh, 
I, I kind of was a free agent. I would I would go back and forth between the two. Yeah. But it also created this thing where it's like the girls that I had crushes on weren't like these unattainable like, oh, she doesn't even know I exist. She never talked Yeah, she to was me. in your circle. Right. And like sometimes they were like my best friends or close friends or people I spent a lot of time with. So I would just kind of resign myself to this thing of like, well, I have this crazy crush on this person. I'm just never going to tell them. I'm never going to act upon it. And I'll still look for signs maybe, but most of the time, like, I hate myself. And I'm so quick to believe that they would never date me. Yeah. That it's far easier to encourage me that they're disgusted by me than to encourage myself that they have any past Of course, of course. Um, But this was kind of the one that, like, maybe cast that die Mm. in a way. So I like had a crush on someone else. I feel like fifth grade. I don't. I, it feels like at some moment I just decided like, oh, that's my crush. Yeah. But she wasn't new. It wasn't like a, a moment. Sometimes a things catalyst. just change. Right. I mean, she she had the the henna tattoo necklace. Ooh. You know. She's cool. The, the freshest Billabong threads or whatever <laughs> would have been the the thing at the time. You know, yeah. we're, we're talking early two thousands. Yeah. Um, two thousand maybe on the nugget two thousand one, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, yeah, I just decided, and then it was that thing of like, okay, now I'm just gonna keep on getting people to try to ask me who my crush is, <laughs> because I want to verbalize it so that you they can be like, you want to say it, and also you want them to be like, oh my god, you don't know she likes you too. Of course, there's I, that I, thing, I, or like, if I tell you, then you can talk to her about it, but don't let her know that I like her. And so I just sort of like decided at some point, and uh, it came out I think very quickly when I had one of the mask around that she. Uh, had a crush on one of my good male friends no. instead. Yeah. And it was like a thing where they both liked each other and he was like the really tall, handsome guy. Of course. You know, we're in sixth grade. He's so tall. He's like five <laughs> foot six. He's so tall. He can have the world. He can do anything. Right. He can right. do anything. He's so tall. Right. And uh, it just seemed like, oh, God. I'm sorry. I fucked up the story. I just remember the biggest element. <gasps> Fifth grade, her and this boy dated. Okay. Then the summer happened, and it was sort of like sands of time all is mm. like wiped away. Like it mm-hmm. wasn't very permanent. So we come back the next school year, and I decide I had a crush on her. Yeah. And they weren't necessarily dating anymore. Okay. Okay. So you're like, I But can... it was still kind of floating around. But I knew they had the thing. Mm-hmm. So I decide that I'm going to ask her out. Scary. I'm scared. I'm nervous. So we're in like adjacent classrooms, right? Yes. We're like crossing through the hallway, Ooh. you know? Yeah. And I was like. Had you done this before? Do Had you asked people out before? No. Okay. No, I was like 11. I admire you. Thank you. That's cool. And I remember there was a time I was getting ready to do it. And then a couple of the boys like started like wrestling with me. And you're like, this and is why like, I don't like you I guys. Do it. No. And then they started like pulling me like one had my arms and one had my legs. And in the process, pulled my legs. And then my pants started to no! come undone. And I was wearing like. Gap kids briefs with like cowboy shit on it. Stop. Like horseshoes and like lassos. I'm so sad. And then like she yeah. kind of laughed at that, but she wasn't like mocking me, but she no, was but, like, Yeah. <laughs> I was like, God damn, I was about to ask her out. This would have gone perfectly. Ugh. So I probably spent like two weeks trying to figure out how I'd recover from that. And then I yeah. probably never would. Okay, so build it up, build it up. I think I told someone I was gonna do it. Okay, I'm gonna fucking do it. I'm gonna fucking do it. And I was like, Hey, uh, Emily, I was wondering if you uh want to go see a, a movie sometime with me oh. and she was like yeah i'd love that and i was like oh okay cool 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 and then we walked in separate directions and like everyone was like fucking high-fiving yeah. me in my math class right uh. 
And like it was just like talk to the town. Like, oh my god, he asked her out. They're gonna go. They're dating. They're I'm gonna stoked. go. Right. Right. Yeah. Pumped. Sit through that math class. I'm like. You're like. Pfft. Got nothing to worry about. Right, because I was always a crush kid, but now I'm like 11. Now I'm like a real <laughs> big kid. I can like date people, oh, you know. Yeah. And so uh, I was like, With "Well, my allowance." Right. <laughs> I was like, "I guess the die is cast. I'm someone who people want to date." Oh yeah. Like I felt like definitively like. Oh, I love that. Yeah. And um, the class ended, and and the male friend who had dated her came up to me and was like, "Hey, I heard uh, you're going out." Congratulations, man. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, a noble seating <laughs> of the throne. Here we go. Thanks for your time. Right. And then she comes up to me and she's like, hey, um, I'm sorry. I got confused earlier. <laughs> so, like, she had gone to her class and the gossip was in that class. I was like, I heard you're dating girl. Like, it, like, uh-huh. went that fast. And she was like, I thought when you asked if we could go see a movie, you meant, like, with the whole grade. Oh. Because I think we'd done it. We'd gone to see, like, Remember the Titans or something. Hell yeah. With the whole grade. Yeah. Because our parents were like, you can go without chaperones as long as there's chaperones at the pizza parlor before and after. Yeah. And it's everybody. I love this. All happened in like a met, like this, this period of time is incredible. Yeah. It's so good. So she was like, I thought you meant everybody. And I was like, no, I meant like as a dating thing. And she was like, okay. And I was like, so now that you know what I meant, what do you, would you want to? And she was like, um, I'm not sure. I need to think about it. And she like ran away. And I was like, oh my God. So I go home and I'm like pacing back and forth. And I'm like, what's going to happen? And for the next three days, it was like at the beginning or end of a class, I would see her with like flanked by like two friends and they'd be gossiping. And she'd be like, okay, okay, I'm going to do it. And then she'd walk up and I'd be like, oh my God, she's about to say yes. And then she'd go like, no. And then she'd run back. Oh, Griffin. And then it would like be two periods later and she'd like come up and I'd be like, oh fuck, she's about to say no. And then she'd go like, no. And she'd run away. And it was like three days of just like. Like, like I'm not, like that's not nice, but I'm like, oh, this girl. Like. Right. So then like three days later, I think it happened before gym class, which is like the worst time. I was like, kick me while I'm already down. I'm in PE, you know? And she was like, look, I like you a lot as a friend, and I think you're really nice and funny, but I just, like, don't feel that way about you. And I was like, oh, this is the kind of guy I am. Like, now this I know. This is who I am. This is who I am. This My is whole who identity are. is this moment now. Right, right. Yeah. Because uh, you're going to be, like, very close with all these, like, girls that you have a crush on. And they're going to be very comfortable with you, which very is going to make it worse. And you're going to really connect to them. And you're going to have, like, yeah. emotional relationships. And they're not going to factor you into their mind in that way. This is a very interesting little thing that we have here. This okay. is all luck, by the way. I had no idea who I was going to talk about. I'm going to throw the lucky. baton back to you. Yeah, so This is a good break point in my this story. Because is, this is I good. got some twists coming. Oh, I'm ready. Yeah. So... Brennan, um, I just need a, some context. Very angry. This whole school was very angry. Okay. A very, um, I found like old um, emails and stuff and messages that like the vulgarity of us was wild. Yeah. Like it was intense. It was disgusting. But like we were all just a, a very, very extra, <laughs> right? Um, so. I just need to give some, some details on who I was at the time. So him and this guy, Javi, started a food fight at some point. Um, I think I'm pretty sure it was the food fight. And they were... I'm eating a salad right now. Yeah. On, on topic. <laughs> um, and I think it was a thing that, like, we found out that 
peop- the uh, principal and stuff were considering like expelling them. And wow. Not just suspending, but full on expelling. Well, they were, you know, they had been, they were bad boys. What kind of know? food were they throwing? It was just like lunch food, but it was a whole thing. And they, I mean, they had, they were always getting in trouble, you know, mm-hmm. but Javi was kind of like a sidekick who was bullied like crazy, but was still like a part of the thing. It was a crazy thing. Kind of sounds like me. There was no like, the hierarchy of the school was there, but also like so non-existent because yeah. we were, it was a way too small class. It was literally like 40 ish people. Right. That's what my school was like. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, um, we were all like so dramatic and so emotional. We were like, no, they can't expect, they, they can't expel Javi and Brennan. Like, no, this is the worst. We're going to protest. Um, and I, uh, so sad. Getting worked up. Here. I made, um, like a montage video. Wow. Of Javi and Brennan. What program did you use? iMovie? Yeah, it was like early iMovie. Okay. And I I like went around because I had like bought like a fancy, or I got like a fancy camera, you know, for, because I was similar to you yeah. at like doing shit like that. So. I got to ask the big question. What? What song did you use? Oh, are you ready Good for Riddance, this? Time of Their Life? No. Good sh- guess. But, um, and also, by the way, I'm already, like, in love with him, duh. Right, right. Um, and I just went around and I, like, asked people to, like, tell the camera, like, you know, What's how much favorite? you love Brennan yeah. and Javi and, like, how much you're going to miss them. And it was set to Hands Down by Dashboard Confessional. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'm there. I'm there. I see this video now. I, I got it. I care so much. Yeah. I care so much about so it, this. So it's a combination of like stole photos and confessionals from, yes, from exactly. friends. Character and I took witnesses it, almost. I took it so seriously. I yeah. was like, guys, please come here because I need to take this video now. You know, whatever. Um, and this was probably like sixth grade or something. I don't okay. know because the timeline of it's weird. Yeah. But um, so that's where I was coming from. This very intensely like, but but we were friends. Mm-hmm. You know, we were we were very good friends. Um and obviously I had a crush on him and we would kind of have this vibe where there's so many stories. So there was one day, I can't believe really, it, it was either Festa Junina, which was like this Brazilian uh, festival that we had at my school because it was an IB school. So you either, it, it was like a bilingual IB school. Okay. So either you took Spanish, which is what I was in, or you took Portuguese and okay. this becomes important. So he was Brazilian. He took Portuguese. Um, and there was, I mean, we were all a class, but there was still like a little bit of a division of like, oh, you're Spanish, you're Portuguese, mm-hmm. you know, like of people who spend the most time together. There was a Sharks and a Jets. A little bit. Okay. But it and, it, and I always felt like, oh man, I almost wish that I was in Portuguese so like I could be around him more, you know? So, uh, okay. There was a day that it was, it was like a, it was a festival thing and it had rained a lot. And we were, we were like in this park, uh, like that was across the street from my school that w- where we had like this field day thing and it was really weird I remember like it started pouring rain and we had to all go back to the school and me and Brennan and some other people were like carrying these tents and but it was like lightning and it was like we were basically holding like these big metal chunks and it was like it was like a movie because it was so dramatic and like fun and it was pouring rain and we were like running back to school Sounds and like great. there yeah. was drama and danger and um, and we got back to the school and this was, oh God, it was, it was so good. <laughs> Lightning struck the, this like huge oh, tree. On. This is a real thing. There was like hu- a huge tree in like the middle of like kind of the courtyard of the school. Lightning struck it. The tree fell. So much drama. A lot of drama. Right? 
we're all soaking wet and like there was this fun this elect this little oh god electricity but really this tingly thing of like and we were so flirty you know um and uh like later we were we were uh texting this is because we both finally like had phones i was like a latecomer to the phones too and i was like mom you're ruining my social life um but uh we were talking about like the day and it was this flirty thing where i can't remember exactly what i said but we were flirting and i kind of implied that like also this was a very sexual school uh-huh. we were all very sexual i kind of implied that like i wish that he had like kissed me right cuz we were there's wow. one point where that's, we were like under the bold. stairs but i didn't like yeah. but but it was like he was saying this he was it was like sure. a back and forth right okay and i also felt like people knew him as like jokester class clown but i knew like his fucked the up real fa- side. yeah i fucked up his his fucked up family shit and i was mm-hmm. like there for it right but so i'm going to set it up and then we're going to go back okay. to you so we were texting we had like i our feelings were sort of becoming more clear to each other right uh-huh. and then i remember I hate it. Uh, one day we were like at lunch and, you know, we always sat together at lunch. We were friends. Duh. He like held my hand under the lunch table and I'm like not exaggerating. Like, I don't think I've ever felt that good ever in my life. Like, never. Like, it is the best feeling that I've ever experienced ever. <laughs> and I'm like, nothing's going to be better than when Brennan held my hand under the school table. Because yeah, it was like that's the peak. radiated throughout my fucking body. Like it was this uh, insane high. I just got my high. first hit of heroin. I need to be chasing this for the rest of my Literally, life. Literally, yeah. 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 And I'm like, not going to lie. I feel like I'm, I'm like, I'm chasing it. I really am. I, sure. I, I don't know. Is, is that ridiculous that like I still think that was like the best I've ever felt in my life? I don't know. No, but this is this depressing thing that I've been like reckoning with that <laughs> I was sort of trying to get at in the opening and I feel like didn't express very uh, eloquently. <laughs> but this idea that like you want those feelings you had when you were young, yeah. whether they're good or they're bad or they're scared, just these I talked real about this with ben a lot. full-bodied yeah. emotional feelings. And, and it's you're the chasing yeah. to feel that alive. But the reason you don't feel that alive anymore is because you've grown up and you've gone through other stuff, and it's yeah. like you shouldn't react that, that disproportionately. But, but like, like I just I went to Disney it. World and yeah. I hated that I wasn't as in love with everything. Right? Yeah. And it's like yeah. because I've been here a bunch of times. Totally. I don't, whatever. You know, it's still fun. Totally. But I just like sat there and was like, that was fun, rather than like being there and like being giddy or like yeah. feeling antsy when someone I like is sitting next to me or like all of that. Yeah, and I. It sucks to grow it up and not feel as much. It's like a Polar so Express much. thing. But, but you it, like, yeah. can't hear the bell anymore, and you're just like, I suck now. I'm yeah. a loser. But I have to be a so grown up. That was like the best the, the best thing ever, right? The yeah. Best, the best yeah, thing. Yeah, it sounds and, amazing. Uh, it was so good. And then a couple days like later or something, I can't remember the actual timeline of it, um, he was like texting me, and he was like, can I call you? And I was like, yeah. But even though I had this like most amazing feeling in my li- life, I I was still a realist uh-huh. where I was like, I think I can, I know what's going to happen and I know what the end is going to be. Like it's sure. not going to work out. So I, I was like, he's I was excited and giddy because I was like, I think he's going to ask me out or like ask me to be his girlfriend. Right. Um, but and he called and he kind of 
danced around it for a minute, but he did. And I was like, I didn't even allow myself the sort of total excitement of that because I was so, and I think this is just like the beginning of my like very true abandonment issues, uh-huh. like coming into play with like family stuff. But like, I, I was like, okay, cool. And like, I remember Patty, who's my aunt, who's you're older than me. I was like at her house. Um, she was like, oh my God, did like Brennan just ask you like to go out? And I was like, I was like, yeah, I'm not going to expect too much though. Like I, I, I would not be surprised after like feeling like you had experienced the greatest feeling of your entire life. Yeah. And I almost wish I allowed myself a little bit more of like, (gasps) I got it, you know? Um, but I, I kind of didn't because I was like, I feel like I know how this is going to end. It like preemptively came crashing down. Yeah. Wow. But there's more. I'm sure. Now it's back to you. Okay. So uh, that's so. But this is a, this is at this point, this is a successful story. Yeah. This is good. I know. Good for me. I did it. Right. Whereas my story is in in a a, a slump. It's in a slope. All right. Let's 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 slide back into it. Okay. So at this point, I think she pretty soon after starts dating that guy again, the guy who was my friend. Mm-hmm. Or at the very least, there was like, you know, a Halloween a party total where they kissed no. with tongue or whatever, uh, you know? Kissing with tongue? What a dream. I know. <laughs> Insane. Unheard of. Um, Would love to. <laughs> right. Um, so it, I was like kind of resigned about it. But, uh, you know, it was that point in life where it's like, well, I don't give up on a crush. Yeah. Like, I've told myself that I am in love with this person. <laughs> so why would her love not is wanting to date you gotta me? you got to fight for why it. Why would that change anything? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, I'm going to hold on to this forever. Yeah. Uh, so we had, like, school. They had a school email system. It was, like, a big deal because we were, like, the grade it got introduced with, you know? Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's 2001. We're standing right in the shadow September 11th. This is making me question if it was actually fifth grade instead. Either way. Timelines are weird. Middle school's weird. It's all one Agreed. chunk. Agreed. It's yeah. a chunk. But it was either fifth or sixth grade. They give us this email. So we all have like our first name, our last name at mm-hmm. calhounschool.org. And uh, it's exciting because we go to computer class and we just send each other dumb emails or, yeah. memes or, or Newgrounds links or whatever it was. Totally. Right? Um, it's exciting. And one day in computer class when they were just like write two emails was the assignment or whatever. You know? <laughs> I oh, was like, wait, I'm so scared. Yeah. Okay. I, I just needed like, to let you know that. I'm going to tell her everything I feel. Uh-huh. And I wrote like a massive, massive. I would fucking die if you had that email. I don't think I could. I, I don't think it exists anywhere. Uh, I, I, you would die. I would kill myself. <laughs> but I think we were probably like studying Romeo and Juliet at the time. And I was like, this is what I got to do. I got to do a soliloquy. Oh my you know, God. I got a monologue to her. And I did an email in which I was like, look, I know you don't like me and I know you like him instead. (laughs) Strong strong start. And he's one of my best friends. But I just have to tell you, I love you. I'm madly in love with you. I kept on using the word love. Oh, my God. Yeah. Right? Like capital L, love. Yeah. And I was like, you're so funny and smart and beautiful. And just like. Can I I just make a quick little. Were you the kind of kid that you were like, oh, I'm an adult? Is that Mm -hmm. how you were? Mm -hmm. Okay. That's what I thought. Okay, cool. I mean, yes, same. ma'am. Yeah, correct. Yeah, thought I was, <laughs> was not. Was not. Thought I was. You're like I'm adult enough to use the word love. Yeah, right. Multiple times, which is probably right. <laughs> and sent it and was like, <laughs> no regrets. Ah! And then like I think went on to my next class and I was like waiting for her and in my mind it was like even though she has already rejected me and rejected me in like the friendliest way possible, just being like I like you as a friend. I don't want to date you. Yeah. I was like, well, how's she gonna turn this down? 
<laughs> look at all this. Look at this fucking like suave shit. Like, right. what is that tall boy writing you? Right. Like emails. Right. I'm just this this little sociopath who <laughs> thinks that he's like a gentleman. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. And I'm like, well, this worked for Paul Walker in that Paul Walker movie. Why um, wouldn't that work for me? Yeah. Yeah. You know? Me with my like Abercrombie and Fitch t-shirt that's like two sizes too large so it comes down to my knees. So hot. And I wear a backwards hat all the time. I refuse to take it off. That's good. You're it, wearing a hat right now. I it's am. not backwards. It's not backwards. Just saying. I used to wear backwards all the I didn't know what my hair looked like for a number of years. <laughs> because I would just wear the hat all the time. I'd go home. I'd take a shower. and I'd go to sleep. That's, you're and like Jughead. I put on the shower. I was like Jughead. Jughead dreamy though. I, I was less dreamy than Jughead. <laughs> so what happened? What happened? So I was just like waiting through the periods and I was like, okay, TikTok, when am I, I going to get a response to this? And I remember one of our mutual friends came up to me and was like, um, did you write an email to Emily in which you said oh. that you were in love with her? No. And I was like, yes, I did. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Who's asking? Yes, I did. <laughs> and it was like, you can't do that. <laughs> and I was like, what do you mean? I was like, you can't say love. What are you talking about? Uh. And I was like, that's how I feel. And it became yeah. this, like, scandal within the grade that it was, like... The big word. That's not just a word, like, you know? Mm. And I was like, well, I've seen so many movies where, at, like, the end, the one mouse says to the other mouse, I love you. <laughs> like, it was like, that's what happens in the third act. I don't understand people. I understand cartoons. Like, I'm going to use <laughs> the terms and, like, the plot devices that I know. Yeah. Because I, I'm a monster. Like, I'm a little monster, mm -hmm. right? And You're an emotional little... Yeah, yeah, and I don't know how to funnel. I don't know how to behave or anything. And I was just like, that's what you say at the end of the movie. Like, mm -hmm. And there are a lot of movies where the two people fight for like the first half of it. And I love the confidence of just like, yes, I know that I am in love. A hundred percent. I know what love feels like, and it's what I'm feeling That's right what now everyone was saying Emily. to me. They were like, you cannot say that. And I was like, yeah, but that's how I feel. That's how I'm in love with her. Like, You're not in love with her. Yeah. And I was like, I am. I know what love feels like. Trust me. <laughs> I, 11-year-old Griffin Newman. I love that. Know what love feels like. Yeah, I want to yeah. know what love is. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> I already know. Yeah. Um, And I think she ended up, like, coming out to me, like, by the end of the day. But I was, like, getting it from everyone else before her. That's, so how did, so did she, like. She was, like, that's a very intense thing to read. Like, she that's. just, like, told everyone, though? <sighs> I think not to, like, rat on me, but to read this. I think she was, like, pretty affected by it. Yeah, like because that's. Pretty, a, I mean, I, it is putting a lot. She was on like, someone. right. It was like I was like burdening her with this like dumb like mm -hmm. spiel that I thought was like, you know, the Q second the end of high fidelity or whatever. Yeah. And um, I think she was just like, what should I make of this email? Then they read it. Then they and then came it was up like, to me. Wait a minute. Right. I love the my favorite thing about this though is that it's like. I feel like at my school, it would have been something like malicious. It would be like, look at this like uh, picture this, where this sure. person looks ugly well, and we share that around. Um, but this is like, look at this heartfelt letter. Like it's like so. My, my story still got some turns. Oh, okay, perfect. Rebecca. But uh, but yeah, I think by the end of the day, she came to me and was just like trying to like clearly with a much greater emotional maturity than I yeah. explain to me like you don't understand you can't just say that to a person like that's a very intense thing to say to a person yeah and we're 11 and that's not possible you know yeah which maybe this is maybe why I had a crush on her because she seemed more adult than everyone else yeah she seems you know? like she knows who she is <laughs> right but I remember her being like very pragmatically like yeah you know she was probably not an emotional person and like no and you're intensely emotional. Yes. Yeah. She she seemed pretty confident and pretty like steady. Yeah. And I was like a crying boy. I was like a crying rice paper boy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
So you're at the, this is sad. Shall we get into my sad? Please, I'm, I'm throwing the baton back your way. Okay, so so after we text slash call each other the, and we're like, yes, we're a thing now, right? Mm-hmm. A couple days later, or at some point, we have a field trip. Okay. And I'm not, I mean, of course I, this is what I think. I don't think I was like all over him or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, we, but I just like sat next to him on the bus and like, Big that's not a bad thing. He asked me, yeah. right? Yeah. First of all, I'm not shaming you, but no, big I know. move. No props. Big move. The thing is, is I didn't think it was a big move because it was like, he's the one who held my hand. Uh huh. He's the one that called me yeah. and asked me to like be his girlfriend yeah. to go out. So I'm not, I, it it is totally makes sense for me to sit next to him on the bus, even though, and I and I didn't say anything about it. Yeah. I didn't tell anyone because, and here's the thing, there was this thing where I'm like, I know that he wants us to be a secret, which is so sad because it's like, he had dated like my friends, he had dated other people, whatever. But you were the secret. But right? I had to be secret. Fuck and I think it was because I was, I don't know, I, I, I don't know. I was in Portuguese to, class. Do you think I that wasn't was in Portuguese. No. So if I can just sidebar here for a second, yeah. I had a, a 12 hour relationship, I think later mm-hmm. that same year in sixth grade, in which a girl asked me out on AIM and I decided, yes, let's date. And then the next day was a field trip and I didn't sit next to her on the bus and it caused our breakup. Oh. And I was like, I wasn't aware that was a required, like that was a yeah. given. Well, guess what? Um, at your school is the opposite. Like you well, were shamed for sitting next to him. I sat next to him, and you know, a couple, uh, like a little. I, I don't even know the timeline of it. But it was very quickly. He was like, "Yeah, I don't think this is gonna work." And I was like, and I couldn't. I didn't even wow. fully let it sink in because yeah. I, I had expected it, you know. But I didn't do anything. Right, you went wrong. into it guarded. Right, right, right. right, right. I didn't do anything wrong. I, I. I did the smallest thing. I didn't tell people. I mean, I told my best friend, obviously, but like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Even though he gave me all of the signals of, yes, this is a thing that he likes me. Um, I barely do anything back. And he's already decided like, it was like, he was ashamed of me. Right. Can I, can I say something? Yeah. I hate that. It's, I hate that. It was really bad. It gets worse. That's some weak shit. Okay. It get, oh, boy. Yeah. Okay. I'm bracing myself. Should I just do it? Do Should it. we just, just okay. tear it off like a band-aid? I'm going to hate this. It's really bad. So, um. Have you seen the video? I Right? I put so much did work in this Did you know what video. you did? Okay. Okay. Just tear it off. Tear off the band-aid. So then, this is, you know, we but we st- still sort of stay friends. We, we, we I mean we are friends. I I pretend can it I, doesn't. Can suck. I just say I'm sorry? But I right now I feel like I'm on the table at the doctor's office and I know they're about to take blood. Uh, like I well, know the needle's coming and I'm just like I'm just gonna look the other way. Well, I know this is gonna freak me out and I don't. I gotta get through this. I hate whatever well, you're you about can, to say. Well, you can say well. What I'll say is it's not like a. Okay, you'll see. Okay. So I'm bracing um, myself. He starts uh, okay. just being, this is like eighth grade, my best friend Mika uh-huh. leaves. So already she goes to a diff- another school. Okay. I'm already sad because she's, you know, my best friend's mm-hmm. gone. But I still had a, this whole group of friends. I had Brennan, I had David, I had Javi, I had Sloan, I had all these people, right? For some reason, 
he starts being really mean to me. So mean to me as if he was like offended by the fact that I ever liked him, even though he was the one he liked me back. Right. Um, he like uh, Mika actually sent me uh, some messages. These are these are pretty good. Um, she goes she wasn't even at the, the school anymore, but like she knew about uh-huh. this. She goes, why does it bother you that Becca acts like you're going out? If she doesn't like you, then what's the problem? Because like I he, he started claiming that like I was kind of like, you know, making it obvious or something because he wanted it to be a secret. Sure. Right. But uh, she goes, if she doesn't like you, then what's the problem? I'm not going to tell her anything and you don't have to respond. I'm just curious because I don't get it. Don't get mad or anything. I don't want to get in another stupid fight with you. Because at that po- that point when he told me he didn't want to work, I was like, you know what? Okay, fine. I'm not going to like you anymore. You uh-huh. know? Because I knew, like, what, what was I supposed to do? And he goes, she does like me. It's so fucking obvious, which is so mean. <laughs> and she goes, I don't know. She tells me that she doesn't like you anymore. Can't you just be her friend? He says, nope. And then she goes. So he's treating the fact that you have a crush on him like it's an offensive thing, like it's an yeah. attack on him. It's a burden on him. Exactly. I hate even this. though I he, hate this. even though he is the one who started all of the things. Yeah, and he I was, told you that he liked you. The thing is, is like I would never have been brave enough to tell him. You know, if he never. hadn't opened that door. Exactly. Oh God, you're reminding me of a story. I. <sighs> haven't the courage to tell on this okay. podcast i thought about we can it talk about it later we'll talk about it later um so she goes i don't get it brennan i really don't other than the fact that she likes you like every other week you guys are good friends i don't know you're always cracking up with her or something true mm-hmm. um she knows that you don't like her and that's why she doesn't like you anymore but i know that she still wants to be your friend also true okay she goes he goes you believe that oh he doesn't like me i'm gonna stop liking him that's bull and she's always on top of me i can't stand it which really fucking pissed me off because which really pissed me off because this girl sloan like was always super affectionate with him and i was never like that because i saw that i was like that's so fucking annoying fuck sloan yeah like so basically what ends up happening is i go from having all of these good friends right um to maybe like a couple weeks later and maybe that's hyperbolic but that's what it at least felt like Zero friends. Because this is what he does. He starts telling people that, like, I'm obsessed with him and that I tried to kiss him. He tried to make you into, like, a single white female. He he literally spread all these rumors about me. Never, never once admitted that he liked me but yeah. he but of course like if i said that people would be like you're lying right. you know so but this is what happened he started with the portuguese kids that were all in because cl- i wasn't there so he started telling them all this stuff about me and how he hated me and he basically got them all to turn against me and then slowly but surely that became everybody else because yeah, you want a rumor to start yeah gain some traction you start with the portuguese you start kids. with the portuguese class that's one of the few correct stereotypes (laughs) no because rumors start with portuguese kids yes of course yeah but literally all of these friends that i had just and i mean he was the guy you know he was in control of everything he was the um so he was the ringmaster he turned the entire grade against me and i i literally went from having all of these people sitting sitting at lunch together um to being completely alone at the end of like the lunch table and like not knowing what the fuck I did wrong, yeah. you know? And I can't, and there was nothing I could do to like fix it. And it was so bad that I got like really, really depressed. And 
I told my mom, I was like, I hate everyone. You know, like, like no one's my friend anymore. I did nothing wrong. Um, I like want to leave. I hate this school. And my mom, like, she saw how I like, like legitimately depressed I was that I changed schools. Whoa. She, she end of that year or middle before? of the middle of the fucking Whoa! year. That's how bad it was that my mom was like, Rebecca, you know wow. what? Wow. Yeah. So basically I had to change schools because this guy, how much time passed? Like, what do you mean? Um, how, how soon how after long? did you it change was, schools? So this all like went down like the beginning of the year. It was probably half year, half, halfway through the year. So, I switched uh, October. Sure. November, yeah. Something like that. When this starts going down, and then how long when you're in your sort of ostracized, cast out? I'm in that phase. for like a, a like, I I have I'm I have no concept of time. It's like a, it's a good chunk of time where it's like, my mom can tell yeah. that it's not like a thing that will just blow over. That this is this is where it is. I so I'm so not like February friends. beginning of next calendar year. Yeah. You're, yeah. You're and then I end up I like apply wow. to this little arts charter and I'm there for the rest of the year. Wow. That was like a thing that he did. And I'm yeah. like, all I want from this podcast is, and you know what sucks is that like, he, I mean, I, that sucked so bad. Um, but I can still remember the, the great feeling of having that hand hold. Yeah. And you know what's fucked up is he'll pop up in my dreams. Like I'll have dreams where he's in it. I, I had a dream, um, I had a dream once like a couple years ago where, um, we were dating and he went to my like dance show Mm because I was like and I I had like a dance show and he was backstage and um he was like oh do you want to go get like ice cream and I was like yeah and then I went I was like let me just say bye to everyone and then I went and said bye to everybody and I got back and he left and I like call or he wasn't there and I called him I was like hey where are you he's like oh I I left and I and like I have dreams like that all the time. Yeah. Not all the time, but like clearly he really fucked me up. Yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. And I and I still I'm just like like that is that's just some evil shit. And like I know he had his own issues, but like But that kind of There's okay, this well, manipulative I don't know. Well, get ready for the term I started. I'm ready, yeah. So I go through this period of thinking like, oh my god, am I gonna look like a lunatic because of this email Mm -hmm. you know have i ruined my reputation but weirdly things kind of like return to a status quo yeah i think she was not super into hanging out with me (laughs) after that but it wasn't like i thought i was going to be completely uh cast out out. in a similar way it didn't really happen maybe a week after that i'm hanging out at this boy's place the one who she's Mm. had a mutual crush with and i guess they've been dating to some degree or at least they kissed or whatever yeah, right yeah. but they were sort of involved at that point or at least mutually crushing yeah and and vocally verbally mm-hmm. out in the open mutually crushing i go to his house and we had become pretty close at this point and he lives in like a small apartment with his mom and his brother okay and it's like his brother he and his brother share a bedroom and then there's it's kind of like a studio with like two very small bedrooms off of it. Yeah. So not a studio, but but you know a small apartment. Yeah. So most of the time, his mom's like desk where she works is in the living room where they're watching TV mm-hmm. and whatever. And um, they had this like very different dynamic than my family did. Um, 
he when he came home like he and his brother would just like kind of like lounge about yeah like they just like sit in their boxers and they just like lounge about <laughs> and watch tv right yeah and there was this moment oh god i'm so scared we're like watching tv and his mom's in the room and he like very quickly takes his penis out of the flap in his boxers what but it wasn't in like an exposing way and it wasn't like a sexual thing. It was clearly just like it was like he was like stretching his arm or whatever. Okay. But I was like, that's weird. Uh, like uh, that level of like comfort. Right. Or, yeah. Right. That it was just like it was almost like it was just like a readjustment. Yeah. But there was a moment where it was like fully out and visible, and then it was like back in, and there was like seemingly no intent behind yeah. it. Yeah. But I was like, this is happening very naturally, and this is not what would happen in my own home. Yeah. So like the next day, I think. I'm like, okay, yeah. I went to school and said to someone, like, it's weird. You know, I was like, I had his house yesterday. I'm not saying his name for a reason. <laughs> I was like, I had his house yesterday. And, like, he, like, took out, like, his like his dick in front of his mom. Like, it was just, like, kind of, like. And mm-hmm. I didn't have the language to put the qualifiers there, which, like, it's always going to sound weird. But it was, like, it was just weird because it was unexpected when I saw it. It didn't yeah. feel loaded in any way. Yeah. But I was just, like. He took his dick out in front of his mom. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh, God, that is weird. And then Uh-oh. I, like, went to my next class, and within two periods. I love the quickness. <laughs> it had become, and people going, like, is that true what you said? That he masturbates in front of his mom? Ah! Uh! So then that was immediately positioned as, A, I've started this horrific rumor about this guy. Yeah. Right? Are you and- sure there wasn't a part of you that was trying to... Well, that was the other thing. The second part of the narrative was you're doing this to try to sabotage their relationship. Yeah. We know you. You of the email. (laughs) You of the You of the aborted, let's go see a movie attempt. Yeah. You're clearly Uh, trying to. And I wasn't. I was petrified. Because at this point, he had become maybe my best friend. Oh, God. And so my immediate thing was like, I've already lost with Emily. Like, that's, I, I'm out. And right? now, yeah. And the crush wanes How can I ruin pretty this soon more? afterwards. Right. But it was like, well, now I'm losing, like, my best friend in the process. I got these two planes of, like, my boyfriends and my girlfriends, and I've kind of been fucking with both of them. Uh, yeah. And this is going to just collapse the entire thing. Uh. I look like a lunatic now. All my behavior over the last, like, what, it's been three weeks maybe? <laughs> you know? And I look like a maniac. It's like you're going on a weird spree. Right, right, because I was. And I was just like, I think the school day ended pretty soon after. And I Mm. got out of there without seeing him. And I, like, rushed home. Oh, God. And was like, he's going to fucking kill me. Like, got on AIM. They were like, why do you start that rumor? Are you trying to get them to break? I I don't know. I don't know. And was, like, in one of those situations, I was like, I can't go to school tomorrow. I can't go to school tomorrow. I, think pretended to be sick. was crying to my parents. I love this Couldn't tell them why. I just was like, he's going to destroy me. (laughs) It wasn't even like I thought he was going to beat me up, although he was certainly capable. Yeah. But I was just like... Well, yeah, if he heard that I had said that about him, he would have would be, good yeah. reason to be furious. Yeah. Because it was, like, not true, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I didn't say that, but it, like, very quickly through, like, the game of telephone got heightened to that. Totally. And I got back into school the next day, and I was, like, shivering like shaggy, you know? Oh. I was, like, freaking out, and I just remember him coming up to me. And he sort of like gave me like a sideways look, and I was like, "Oh God, I'm like Here it comes. beaten up. Am I gonna get like you know?" And he was like, "So, uh, uh, maybe I'll just uh, jerk off or something, right?" Like he made a joke about it, and I was like, "What?" And he was like, "I'm kidding, man. I know you're. It's fine. 
Oh my god. That's crazy. And he was like a total grown up about it. Yeah. He was like, I know you didn't say that. I know that got inflated into something else. <sighs> now he is a dream. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. And I like That's came out this being like, well, they're the two grown-ups in this situation. Like, yeah. I'm this person acting like Tasmanian devil. Did, like, did a part of you want him to react badly, and then you you get to be like, well, no, I guess because he was your friend. Yeah. But if he wasn't, I feel like I would be like, no, I want you to be a fucking asshole so, so you can confirm everything. No, yeah. no, because he was my friend. At that point, it was like, I don't want to lose him as a friend. I don't want to lose everyone in the process. Yeah. Uh, but he made some joke about it, uh, maybe slightly better worded than when I said, yeah. you know, but he did like some kind of like, oh, what? Maybe we should call my mom so I can masturbate or something, you know? That is such a weird, like... The whole thing's weird. That is so funny. I also haven't had to verbalize this since I was like 14, which yeah. like saying this out loud is like talking about like an 11-year-old boy taking his dick out. Like the sucks <laughs> talking about this on a microphone. I know. Because like when I play the story oh. back in my mind, I think about like all of us being the ages we are right now. And I was like, no, we were like 11. Oh, I think about that we all the time. We were Muppet babies. Speaking of like weird things, though, of like 11 year olds. Yeah. Or whatever. I found some truly horrific shit. Um, uh, oh, boy. So I guess someone started like a group thread. And this is like he was like, this is how, what a fucking vile person he was. But I also like knew the sensitive side. But like he was vile. Uh-huh. Um, this girl, Bianca, who like he used to date. She someone said something. She's like, you're mean. It's my B-day. Be nice. And he goes, happy birthday. Stop replying. Um, and then this guy, Javi's like, uh, you must have given uh, BB a nice present. A, a nice present. No, he goes, I think so. And then Javi goes, stick to stick your dick in her vagina. Oh, come on. And he goes, that's what I gave her last year. Oh, get out of here. Disgusting. Disgusting. Revolting. Right? Very bad. What and ages are we talking about here? This is uh, this is probably this is eighth grade. Oh, get out of here! Yeah, it's awful. Um, this is here's a, I have a little res, uh, like example of okay. him being mean to me, just like in this group chat too, which is so embarrassing. Um, we were talking about this girl who was like who was thinking about leaving, and he goes, "She's staying." And I'm like, "She is." I thought they weren't sure yet. He's like, "Well, I'm an I'm a very informed guy, and I've been informed that she's staying." So I go, LOL, well, thank you for being informed so that you could inform me. You know, harmless little, uh-huh. like, me b- being whatever. And he just goes, okay, dot, 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 question mark, which is the most hurtful thing ever. <sighs> and then I made a joke. I think it was some sort of inside joke. Um, I said, haha, Javi, it's not Thursday. I don't know what that's in reference okay. to. Um, Probably a class, a specific yeah, class. Yeah, something. And he just goes, you're not funny. What? And I go, I wasn't trying to be dot, 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 dot. He's like, really? So you just said it's not Thursday to not be funny? And I'm like, okay, it was, I was, it was just a joke. Dot, dot, dot. And he's like, whatever. And I just go, so sad. I go, all right. Dot, 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 dot. Sorry. Sorry. Sorry without the O. Yeah. Sorry without the O. So this was, yeah. But it's like, even if you were trying to be funny, it's one joke. You're not getting up there and doing your Letterman 5. You're not fucking Richard Belzer doing observational humor. The thing is, like, I don't get where that came from. Because I didn't, like, if if I had rejected him when he fucking said, you know, that we should be a thing, then maybe, yeah, I get your, your anger, but... I didn't. All I did was give him like exactly what like he asked for, even yeah. while being, while degrading myself, um, and not talking about it because I knew that he didn't 
want people to know, which was sad. Look, our stories have the exact same thesis. Yeah. Girls rule, boys Girls drool. Girls rule, boys drool. I was a fucking well, 11-year-old emotional terrorist. But also... Girls rule, boys rule, but like also those girls who used to be friends with me were just like, okay, oh, they're, they're okay, Brennan, right? Okay, Brennan, I will not be friends with her okay, anymore, so and I will throw things at her. In that's the lunch one room. asterisk, and yeah. the other asterisk is the boy who I accidentally spread that rumor about pretty much stepped up to the plate, kind of proved yeah. that he he rules too. Yeah. So the, uh, you know, in your story, couple extra girls who drool. In my yeah. story, one <laughs> exempt boy who rules. Yeah. But overall, jeez, I just, oh God. Can, can I feel we, so bad all the time. Can we? Can, for so feeling bad. Yeah. Um, how did? How do you think that this affected your relationship with crushes going forward? Yeah. Well, I mean, this is the reason I chose to tell this story, aside yeah. from the fact that it's the one I, I felt like I had the most distance from the people involved. In. <laughs> yeah. Um. But also that it was like it it uh, it felt like I, I've used this term too many times, but it cast the die in a certain way. Where, like, I would not continue doing the big gestures. Mm -hmm. I would stop acting like I was a character in a movie, you know, who needed the third act denouement in order to, like, win the day. Uh, You know, I still had lessons to learn about, like, realizing that you cannot make someone like you. Took a long time for me to get that in my fucking head. Did that make you just, like, not even really try anymore with people? No, absolutely not the case. (laughs) But it did make me go into every situation being like, I'm the guy who doesn't get the girl. Yeah. Which I think was a self-fulfilling prophecy and also a That's thing. That's your brand. And I let myself pat myself on the back about like, look at me, these great miserable stories. Yeah. And then you get to be like, you get to be like, I'm ducky. Um, oh, but I, I got <laughs> so much fucking mileage out of being ducky. Yeah. And going and to like, parties but everyone and telling loves, ducky stories. Yeah. Everyone who, everyone who watches the movie loves ducky and roots for him. Right. But, but that's, but, but you know. the movie doesn't end on ducky. Exactly. And in real life, the model doesn't show up at the school dance. Yeah. I was such a fucking ducky. I want to punch myself in the <laughs> face. No, but so was I. Like, yeah. I know. I know. You, yeah. you were a duck at. Oh, God, the worst. Oh, God. I just we're remembered. The we're the worst people. I just remembered because I have like all these screenshots, right? Yeah. I just remembered. Okay, did you ever do these things? So this was like where you would, there would be like little cartoons and they'd have like yes. different descriptors and you'd tag your friends. I th- I think this was after my time. Okay, well, this was a popular thing to like, I'm going to probably tweet a picture of this. You'd post like these like little cartoon yeah. thing that have like has all these categories this is, and this you tag is your friends, a, a series right? of the Mr. Men. Yeah. Right. So... He did this. This is eighth grade. He fucking tagged my best friend Mika, who didn't even go to the school anymore. Okay. And Patty, who like he didn't he hard, he only knew through me. Patty's like my aunt. He tagged both of them, did not tag me. Oh my god. And I'm just like, that is so rude. Who did you want to be? Well, I was scared that I would oh, be tagged as these, the drama queen. Right, okay, because they right? have titles prescribed to them that aren't their actual character name. No, yeah, it's just it's just like tag your friends. The and then one. people, a lot of people like fought in these comments for like months. It was very funny. Also, I found this Facebook post that I think is hilarious because uh, him and Brennan were like, or Brennan and Javi were friends. And I said, I just realized something. Brennan plus Javi equals BJ. <laughs> I mean, that's very funny. It's fucking hilarious. Points. Five comedy points. Thank you. Can we talk about current crushes for a little bit? We, like, literally have 15 minutes, but we can. Well, not to be emo, I do want to say this. I think the the big thing that fucked me up with Brennan obviously shook my world, and, mm-hmm. like, that's bullying. That's hardcore bullying. That yeah. sucked. And also that thing that you said was what I felt where it's like you're with the people who are bullying you. 
Like it's yeah. not like you're the outcast. Yeah. And it's stranger bullies like shoving you in a locker. Mm -hmm. It's like the cool friends who you're like fighting who to stay I've in with. Made connections with. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think this, like the way that this played into me later as like a person and like how I go about like romance and shit. Uh huh. Is this made me feel like oh, my my love my affection is wrong. It is interesting, it's, you know, because I I felt that way. He felt the the same way. Yeah. And then I was attacked for that it. That makes sense. And then it's like, how am I ever going to be vulnerable about like anything with anyone ever again? If like my love is just wrong, well, there's just something integral about it. No one. He doesn't want it to be public. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a burden. And, you know, like, can I soapbox here for a second? Of course. I love Moonlight. <laughs> You're a Miami girl. I don't know I where you Miami stand on girl. Moonlight. I love Moonlight. I think it's like seen it multiple times. One of the fucking best movies ever made. Yeah. And I don't say that hyperbolically. No. I, th I think it's truly one of the great American films. For sure. But the gripe I hear from people who are like, I thought it was really good, but like this one fucking thing doesn't make any sense. Where they don't buy when at the end of the movie, spoiler for those who haven't seen the most exciting best picture winner of the last don't 50 years. Don't listen to my podcast. Just kidding. Please listen to yeah. my podcast. But also watch Moonlight now. Yeah. Uh, streaming on Amazon Prime. Um, mm -hmm. When he admits that he has not been with a man or a woman uh -huh. since that one encounter on the beach. Yeah. And and people go like, this guy's like so good looking and he's so no, confident. You're telling me. mean shit. But also, fucking the one time he has like a, a good moment in his entire life mm -hmm. with a contemporary where he feels loved. Yeah. And he's able to be vulnerable. It results the next day in that person beating the shit out of him in front of the rest of his school. Yeah. that's That would obviously create a complex where he was afraid to ever physically act on anything ever again. Yeah. Obviously. And you know what's wild? Did you um, did you listen to the Carlos episode by any chance of this um, with Dan Abramowitz? No, I haven't listened to that one yet. Okay. I've heard that one's great. Well, spoiler for it. Okay. Just because it's like... Connected. It inspired the movie Moonlight. Yeah. Oh, um, no. So I have this thing. Brennan holds my hand. It's the best thing. All okay. I want is to chase that feeling. Yeah. Carlos, spoiler, I go and hold it. He's the only other next person that yeah. I hold his hand. And then he immediately tells me he doesn't want anything. Right. Ne never. I have never held someone's hand after that. Really? No. Okay. Because both instances and, and and i think the thing is i'm like a sexual person i hook up whatever yeah i think what it comes down to thank you yeah. no i haven't in a while <laughs> but you know i grew i grew up in miami it's a sexual place i do you know you know shit sure i think all i want that's, obviously, your, that's your first t-shirt by the way is i do shit i do shit <laughs> yeah yeah um but deep down, all I want is to hold somebody's, hold someone's yeah, hand. As yeah. cheesy as that sounds, I want to die. You're like Wally. That's all you want to do is just hold someone's hand. No, literally, though. Because, yeah. and then, but like some of the most traumatic events are yeah. surrounded by that. And like, how do, how do you ever get the courage to do that again? I don't know. It's bad. Well, that's, I think, you know, what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. th the thing that was sort of cast in my mind after that was just like, oh, you're born to lose. Like, you are yeah. Cyrano de Bergerac. <laughs> and you're going to constantly be right outside their window, <laughs> like providing the words for some other guy, you know, yeah. or whatever it is. Yeah. It just I, it felt like that. But it also became an easy out for me. I, I didn't know how to actually be with a person because I was so obsessed with this notion of me being mm -hmm. the person who could never be with anybody. And it's a nightmare. Yeah, it, it is. Fucking, I do. If you want to talk about current crushes, I will. 
Yes. Okay, th- but there was something else you wanted to do. I just real quick, do you have any teen angsty songs you want to talk about? Oh yeah. Um, like we have like ten minutes. Sure. Uh, I I was I was so fucking into Guns N' Roses. Guns N' really? Roses for my big band. They're still kind of grandfathered in so to funny. being my number one band of all time. Even though I don't listen to them that much anymore. Yeah. But this was a uh, you know not, not not to age myself the old grandpa. It was so twenty eight so year old teaser. But um, like in middle school especially when it was still the the Walkman era. Mm-hmm. I don't think I got an iPod until I was like fifteen or sixteen. Um, you'd pick the one CD for the day. Yeah. And I listened to Appetite for Destruction for like two years straight. That is so funny. I would never think that. Yeah. Like, not to be rude. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like that's rude. No one thinks that. I don't <laughs> seem like a Guns N' Roses fan. Yeah. I don't like any other bands like that. <laughs> yeah. I think for two years straight, I only listened to Appetite. I didn't even buy their other albums. And then I got into like Use Your Illusion and Lies and everything. Uh-huh. Um, but they were just like. I mean, they're so dramatic, which I love. The and melodrama. They had songs that were angry, and they had songs that were romantic, and they had songs yeah. that were sad. And there was just like always a Guns N' Roses song for me to listen to. My big kind of sad bastard one was uh, Yesterdays. I also, there was a girl I had like a long distance summer camp love we could never be together uh, we'd only been together for like five days before if only. The, se- the session yeah. ended you know um but we would send each other mix cds but there are a lot of songs on there that she would uh play for me or that she would include there um the uh the cat power cover sea of love which then juno used of course. and i was like how dare you juno that yeah. was mine it belonged to the two of us I mean, hands down, I already mentioned, obviously, but uh, the background by Third Eye Blind. Okay. Uh, which is very much my emo, like, yes, that's what I felt thing. It's like, because um, I felt you long after we were through, well, you come swimming into view and I'm hanging on your words like I always used to do. That's like what I was, you know, because I was discarded, right? Yeah. I'm just reading the, the Guns N' Roses yesterday's lyrics, and they just feel like everything I'm feeling right now. Like, I don't really? understand what I related to then. No, okay. Yesterday, wait, well, there were so many things cur- I was never told. Now that I'm starting to learn, I feel I'm growing old, because yesterday's got nothing for me. Old pictures that I'll always see. Time just fades the pages in my book of memories. That's of course, how you feel now? Yeah. What's sung it? by Axel. Okay, uh, current current stuff. Current we got, stuff. We got five okay. minutes. Because we now have to now reclaim this narrative and yeah. prove that we've grown we're up good. and we're emotionally mature and that yeah. we're not monsters anymore. And everyone should want to date us. <laughs> everyone. <laughs> Literally everyone. But when I say everyone, I mean specifically the people the person that we have that I have a crush on. Right. on. Okay, yeah. so talk yeah. about your guy. Quickly, speed round. Oh, uh, uh, there's a guy. Without, without incriminating him, but like talk about your relationship to the crush right now, I guess. Um, my relationship to the crush right now is everyone thinks he doesn't know that I like him. Okay. I feel like I'm obvious. I don't know how to flirt with him because I can't gauge him sexually. Interesting. <laughs> and I've realized that I can, that I, that I don't know how to do stuff. Right. Um, but also I don't know. I have a lot of emotional crushes on people that I can't have. Right. Uh-huh. Um, and I feel like 
I probably don't have as much of an emotional crush on him as I'm trying to convince myself. Sure. Because I think he's very cute and he's there and he's funny and interesting. But like I don't want to cry over him and I want to like someone I want to cry over. Yes. Tell me about your crush. Okay. Uh, I I feel uh, just like very uh, connected to her on a number of levels. It feels like, oh, this is someone you like for the right reasons and not for dumb, stupid, superficial reasons of of the same interests or whatever like that. Um, Very compatible. I I am just constantly playing the game of trying to figure out if we both feel really uncomfortable and afraid the other one doesn't like. Just ask her. Just tell her. I don't know. I mean, I'm I'm always just, I hate hate making moves. I I just always feel like I'm an imposition. Because look at what happens to us when we make moves. Right. Or when we made moves. There's that, and not to fucking in the last two and a half minutes of this podcast (laughs) bring everything in, but we're like constantly reading stories about like all these fucking insane, like awful abuses of power and harassment. And these guys who were like, well, how am I supposed to hit on women if not Mm -hmm. like this? I'm not saying those are my innate instincts, but I'm constantly so overly fearful of like crossing any line that I'm like, I don't want to put the burden on them to have to reject me you know yeah is she connected in a community because mine isn't connected in a community and that makes it worse because then you see them around all the time well it's also one of those things where it's either like either you're totally not interested in me or you're exactly as interested in me but i'm not picking up on it you're not picking up on it because we're both shielding ourselves because we're afraid of it okay we definitely need to go we've learned a lot we've learned a lot i'm gonna go home and go to sleep i know i feel exhausted griffin thank you for being on oh, the show please. thank you so much for having real me quick um plug griff lightning is your twitter griff yeah. lightning is my twitter uh blank check with griffin and david uh a, sh- a show that has uh, been immensely helped by by your work hi Rebecca. you really kind of put us on the map and, i try uh the tick uh second half so of season one thank you so excited uh six episodes are out right now on amazon prime Six more episodes coming out February 20-something. I should know the date, but I forget right Hell now. Hell yeah. February, I'll be really sad because I won't have a Valentine, and I will, oh, I will watch it. the tick. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be great. Maybe it's the 17th. It's sometime around then. Um, Perfect. But I'm really excited. I think the episodes are really good. I get to do some cool uh, stuff. Yeah. Uh, the one, I, I guess the one spoiler I can throw out because they they showed this clip at uh, New York Comic Con. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, Jackie Earl Haley, who plays the, the uber villain on yeah. the show, who's a phenomenal actor and human being. Uh, has like a, an intense extended drum solo. I can't even. We're the only superhero show where the supervillain has a fucking drum solo. Good He's, TV. That's Peak the best. TV. All right, we gotta go. Thank okay. you for listening, Classic Crush. Blah, blah, blah. blah. I love you. Bye. Bye. Bye.